Greetings, class. This is chapter two of Because of Wind Dixie. All right, way to go. That summer, I found Wind Dixie was also the summer me and the preacher moved to Naomi, Florida. It should be the summer the preacher and I moved to Naomi, Florida for state test purposes, okay? So he could be the new preacher at the Open Arms Baptist Church of Naomi. My daddy is a good preacher and a nice man, but sometimes it's hard for me to think about him as my daddy because he spends so much time preaching or thinking about preaching or getting ready to preach. And so in my mind, I think of him as the preacher. Before I was born, he was a missionary in India, and that is how I got my first name. But he calls me by my second name, Opal, because that was his mother's name, and he loved her a lot. Anyway, while me and Win Dixie walked home, I told him how I got my name, and I told him how I had just moved to Naomi. I also told him about the preacher and how he was a good man, even if he was too distracted with sermons and prayers and suffering people to go grocery shopping. But you know what? I told Win Dixie, you are a suffering dog, so maybe he will take to you right away. Maybe he'll let me keep you. When Dixie looked up at me and wagged his tail, he was kind of limping like something was wrong with one of his legs. And I have to admit, he stunk bad. He was an ugly dog, but already I loved him with all my heart. When we got to the Friendly Corners trailer park, I told Wen Dixie that he had to behave right and be quiet because this was an all-adult trailer park. And the only reason I got to live in it was because the preacher was a preacher and I was a good, quiet kid. I was what the Friendly Corners trailer park manager, Mr. Alfred, called an exception. And I told Wen Dixie he had to act like an exception too. Specifically, I told him not to pick any fights with Mr. Alfred's cats or Mrs. Detweller's little yappy Yorkie dog, Samuel. When Dixie looked up at me while I was telling him everything, and I tell you, it looked like he understood. Sit. I told him when we got to my trailer, he sat right down. He had good manners. Stay here. I told him, I'll be right back. The preacher was sitting in the living room, working at the little fold-out table. He had paper spread all around him, and he was rubbing his nose, which always means he is thinking hard. Daddy, I said, hmm? He said back, Daddy, do you know how you always tell me that we should help those less fortunate than ourselves? Mm, he said. He rubbed his nose and looked around at his papers. Well, I said, I found a less fortunate at the grocery store. Is that right? He said, yes, sir. I told him. I stared at the preacher really hard. Sometimes he reminded me of a turtle hiding inside his shell in there thinking about things and not ever sticking his head out into the world. Daddy, I was wondering, could this less fortunate, could, could he stay with us for a while? Finally, the preacher looked up at me. Opal, he said, what are you talking about? I found a dog, I told him, and I want to keep him. No dogs, the preacher said. We've talked about this before. You don't need a dog. I know it, I said. I know I don't need a dog, but this dog needs me. Look, I said. I went to the trailer door and hollered. And I hollered, Win Dixie! Win Dixie's ear shot up in the air, and he grinned and sneezed, and then he came limping up the steps and into the trailer and put his head right in the preacher's lap, right on top of a pile of papers. 
The preacher looked at Winn Dixie. He looked at his ribs and his matted up fur and the places where he was bald. The preacher's nose wrinkled up like I said, the dog smelled pretty bad. When Dixie looked up at the preacher, he pulled back his lips and showed the preacher all of his crooked yellow teeth and wagged his tail and knocked some of the preacher's papers off the table. Then he sneezed and some more papers fluttered to the floor. What did you call this dog? The preacher asked. When Dixie, I whispered. Win Dixie, I whispered. I was afraid to say anything too loud. I could see that Win Dixie was having a good effect on the preacher. He was making him poke his head out of his shell. Well, said the preacher, he's a straight if I've ever seen one. He put down his pencil and scratched Win Dixie behind the ears, and a less fortunate too, that's for sure. Are you looking for a home? The preacher asked real soft to Win Dixie. Win Dixie wagged his tail. Well, the preacher said, I guess you found one. All right, class, that is chapter two. I hope you enjoyed chapter two. It's pretty, pretty neat. Please submit your notes and pictures or pictures with labels. If you didn't take any notes, you just drew a picture and then you labeled it. Okay, so draw the whole setting where the story takes place. Who do you see in the picture? What, what did you, what type of scene did you see then were they in the living room did you see a chair table what was happening you see a lamp on was there a tv in the room of course you saw when dixie what is your thoughts and the preacher opal's father opal okay all right and upload it to your dojo your portfolio on dojo all right have a great day